<laughs> it is the Greek Zone. Good afternoon, everybody. Trade deadline in the NFL. We got a lot going on. Miami Heaters tonight. They take on the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks are undefeated. Heat had a great weekend, no, no, two no, and no, one. No, no, no. The the Hawks lost last night to the Sixers. Joel Embiid oh, went crazy last night. Had like thirty six points. Oh, I apologize. I thought that the Atlanta was undefeated. Uh, they're gonna have a back to back with them. Then they got another game with them Thursday for Halloween. That's why Ricardo's here. Uh, when I do drop the ball, which is every day, he comes in and says, that. I thought they were 3-0. and um, Now you took me straight off my game. You should have just let me make a missed fact. But that's all right. That's what you do. Um, the Heat play tonight. Go out and represent the Heat. That's what we want. Uh, Antonio Brown was at the last game. He was at the first game, so you never know. What a crazy year with all the problems in the NFL. Nope. <laughs> Joe Maz is here, our fantasy football expert. He's diving into some NFL. He's got some mid-season reports. But Ramsey, all his problems, then he ends up getting traded. Uh, Antonio Brown, now they're talking about Le'Veon Bell maybe getting traded from the Jets. Uh, man, it, it has just been really bizarre, some of the stuff. And through it all, the one narrative that's the same in the NFL is the Patriots keep winning. That's the one thing. And I'm just shocked about Gordon because I really, really like Gordon with the Patriots. And now I guess he's on IR. He's going to come back and they'll let him go. I wonder where he ends up signing. So, Joe, you got some mid-season reports and our yeah. fantasy thing. And, yeah. Uh, well, get- the, the AB thing was a good segue there because we got uh, the mid-season report. We got just like your top fives, like your top five overall fantasy players, your top five surprises for this year, and then your Great. top five disappointments. So that's the list I'm on. Me and Ricardo, five right, top well, five disappointments. Disappointments. Well, we're going to start at the top. With, <laughs> okay, let's go with my boys, Cleveland Browns, straight up. Two and five. That's Two no five. jive. Two and five. A tough schedule. All the excuses that I can throw at you. <laughs> Ignore it. It doesn't matter. They're two and five. They are a disappointment. Yep. Baker's the 26th rated quarterback in fantasy football. Disappointment. Odell <laughs> is the 29th rated wide receiver. Disappointment. Jarvis, disappointment. David Njoku, injury, disappointment. The only player on the Browns that has lived up to expectations is Nick Chubb. Yep. Everybody else is a disappointment. Right behind them are the Jets at number two. Darnold isn't even in the top 32 of quarterbacks. Le'Veon Bell's 19th for running backs. I mean, injuries, the all the chaos around that team. It's just, it, it's been a horrible disappointment for the Jets. Number three, Mitch Trubisky in Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I've been saying that. How long, Ricardo? Wow. Since we started the show, you've always been down on the Bears and Mitchell Trubisky in particular. I that's said just, he sucks. That's like the most brutal thing to watch. He should be a dealer. Like, I, you feel bad for this kid. You do. He, I just want to. What's up? I, I want to say something that's just coming in from a friend of mine. There are speculations that Bell gets traded, and one of the sources is the, possibly the Patriots. Would that be crazy? They're talking about the Chiefs and the Patriots now. I mean, these rumors come out every two minutes. It could be somebody just yelling them in a hallway. Could you see the Jets trading in division, though? Adam Gates, he doesn't care. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, he'll be on another team soon enough, you know? He doesn't care. That's just, that's that's wild to me. It's, if he I, gets draft picks, maybe what? the Patriots open up the most. What is wrong with these teams that you want to keep giving the Patriots players, man? I don't know if it's true. It's speculation. <laughs> Go ahead. better be speculation. Goodness gracious. Go back to your uh, so, report. No, Mitch, uh, Mitch Trubisky. Terrible. Number three, he's been terrible. And to make matters worse, he was taken ahead of Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes, which you're looking at, you know, last year's MVP and possibly this year's MVP with the way Deshaun Watson's playing. Pat Mahomes, it's almost like Marino. Years ago when Marino got picked all the way down with the Dolphins, all the teams that miss him. You're telling me the Bears, the Bears traded 
get him. Mm-hmm. That in itself tells me the Bears organization, there's something wrong. Yep. I mean, sorry, you traded up to get this kid, and Mahomes, you missed on. Your and talent Watson. evaluators said, we need to give up multiple picks yep. because there's no way I'm going to settle for Pat Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I need Mitch Trubisky. And what happens with some of these teams, especially with quarterback picks, we've seen it over the years, they'll stick with guys longer because of what they traded to get him and the quarterback position. Because that is the face of the franchise. So instead of admitting you made a mistake, like most people do or don't do, they'll stick with it longer. But how early is too early? Let's go back to 2004. Drew Brees was going into his fourth season, and the Chargers were bad. And they took took Eli Manning, traded him to... uh, uh, the Giants and the Giants took Philip Rivers, so they basically took Philip Rivers. But yeah. they took Philip Rivers because Drew Brees wasn't good enough. His Drew shoulder. Brees wasn't the answer. No, yeah. he he wasn't hurt yet. Yeah, he underperformed his first three years because that's what quarterbacks do. It's a yeah. slow developing position. The now recent, I thought it was a shoulder though, Joe, because I remember when he was going to go to Dolphins or say that was after the two thousand. Five season. Okay, that's when he got hurt. The last play of the 2005 season, he tore up his shoulder. But he was just. But he was the Charger at that time. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 But that wasn't why they drafted Rivers, though. Yeah. They drafted Rivers because they needed a quarterback because he sure. wasn't good enough. You know. And it's just it's you know you, you see guys recently like Deshaun Watson was good right off rip. Yeah. Pat Mahomes was very good in his second. Yeah, year. they're like, rare. You, you see that exactly. It's, it's rare. very rare. Most of the guys take time and everything like that. So it's it's a it's a thin line between being patient. And then waiting too long. Well, also, it's what you have around. Like Sam Darnold comes out first game last year, Monday Night Football. Jets win. He throws three touchdowns. People are like, okay, this kid's going to be the next Joe Namath. I think anytime you hear that, the next, it could be the next Dan Marino, next Joe Namath, that means the guy's probably not. Yeah. Uh, Danny Dimes in New York uh, last Sunday. You know what? He had a good game stat wise. But a lot of it was garbage time at the end, and he's going to be another guy. These guys are going to take time to develop, whether or not you have the time or the patience, and also the people around them. Exactly. Now, if you don't have a good line, the guy, now the Bears, what the Bears do have is they always come up with, you know, we don't have the skilled players. Yeah. This year going in, I mean, last year they had a great season. Uh, Mac had a great year. They came in, and I think that defense also performed well. Well, a lot of it was scheme, too, yeah. because nobody had really seen Matt Nagy. Yeah. He worked under Reed in Kansas City, but nobody had really seen him, and especially what he was going to do with Trubisky. It was a completely different offense. that caught people off guard, and he was able to mask all of Trubisky's deficiencies and turn in a great season. Statistically, yeah. he was good. And the Bears were better last year on defense. Yeah. They were because he, again, I've talked about this a lot of times. It's a big difference. Fans don't realize that when you got to go eighty yards as opposed to maybe fifty-five, exactly, or fifty, and when you or got 60. an offense keeping you on the sideline, driving yep. the football field, and yep. keeping keeping you fresh, fresh and rested, that's a big difference yeah. too. And I think that's one of the things. Who else made that list of disappointments? Well, I've got I've got a couple of Rams at number four. Okay, Todd Gurley and Brandon Cooks. Brandon yep. Cooks is your 39th rated receiver. Todd Gurley is your 18th rated running back, and those guys were first two to three round guys. I mean, Todd Gurley was a first round pick for the most part. Cook is interesting because it's his third team. And he's a beast when you watch him. There's got to be something to him. I mean, he was on the Patriots. I felt when the Patriots got him, he was going to be there for years. Yep. Uh, he comes out of New Orleans when they even let him go. Then he goes to the Rams. He has some flashes, but I don't know. Now, I don't know what golf. I mean, is it golf? Is it cook? Because golf, to me, is a little disappointment this year. You know, it's, it's, not even, it's not even that it's a disappointment. I think Jared Goff, I think he's a wonderful passer. And if it were a seven-on-seven league, he'd be the best quarterback in the NFL. But he doesn't like pressure. Yep. And he's a one-read guy. Well, and, and that's the thing. Sean McVay calls out the defense. Yeah. Like, when, when Goff goes to the line, 
he waits for Sean McVay to tell him what the defense is yeah. and what the play is based off that. Yeah. Like he's he's handling this guy with kid gloves. And like, there's there's not many coaches that can do that. It's yeah. a rare situation. McVay is a genius. And the pause and the incredible. Uh, he really is. And the microphones, you know, turn off with fifteen seconds left in the play clock. So a defense can really start confusing him after McVay causes, you know, scheme or whatever, then they start just switching things up and then you know, golf can't change anything on the line. Exactly, and that's the that's the issue that they run into. You know, and I mean, golf came out. He came out as a junior. He was a young quarterback. He needs time to His first catch year up with bad. the nuances. Yeah, the first year was off. But he was with Fisher too. Exactly, Fisher was exactly. Bad. You know, but um, who's on the last on the list? Antonio Brown. Yeah, Antonio Brown. And I mean, maybe it's not fair because he's only played one game, but he only played one game because of himself. Yeah. And this is a guy that was a top two round pick and was expected to absolutely flourish, whether it be Oakland or when the trade in New England. And that's I mean, that's your that's your top five disappointments for me in the fantasy season so far. But again, relist them again for us. We got uh, basically everything. Cleveland Browns, number one. Yes, uh, I agree. The Jets, number two with Darnold and Lev Bell. And then number three, Mitch Trubisky. Number four, Todd Gurley and Brandon Cooks. And number five, Antonio Brown. Those I would, are my biggest disappointments. The Jets, I would just watch that, on my opinion, because I would put a different team under there because Darnold was sick. He had the mono. And obviously, Mosey's out. I would put the Falcons up there, too, because they are pathetic. Yeah. yeah. They are No, rude. you're absolutely right. But this is— this And is, they had everybody. This is a fantasy disappointment. Yeah, though. yeah. And Matt Ryan has still been pretty good. Julio's yeah. been pretty good. Devontae Freeman's a little iffy. But I, I wouldn't say, like, a top-five disappointment for Devontae because he's coming off an injury. Sure. And the Browns, everybody picked their players. Yeah, everybody. Everybody loved the Browns. And, I mean, that's just— you know, it is what it is, but it's definitely your number one disappointment across the board. Uh, Ricardo's got a question for you. I think he wants to know what you want to be for Halloween. Go ahead, Ricardo. <laughs> no, I was going to ask. Uh, a really big disappointment from one of my friends, uh, one of my best friends in our fantasy league has been O.J. Howard. I know the tight end position is super inconsistent, but he has to be, he had to be coming on that list at least a little bit up there, Joe, right? Yeah, yeah. I not top five just because like he's you know, like you said, it's a tight end and he's also like he's not an elite performer at tight end. He's kind of the guy that is on the doorstep of doing something special if he's given the opportunity. But Bruce Arians historically has never been a tight end friendly offensive coordinator or yep. offensive coach, I should say. He's just never featured it. And people thought, well, you know, OJ Howard's an excellent blocker and you can't take away the fact that this kid has good hands and four four speed. They're gonna find a way to make it work, but it's just not happening. So, who are the five guys that you think? Talking to Joe Maz, our fantasy football expert, and then after that, I'm gonna read some notes from Caesar's Casino about odds of what team's gonna go undefeated: uh, 49ers and Dolphins, and who's gonna go? Excuse me, 49ers and Patriots, and who will go backwards? 0 and 16 Bengals and Dolphins. Who are the five guys that you say overachieved? Uh, number one for me is Lamar Jackson. I, I said before the season that I was intrigued by him. Yeah. He could be really, really good because he's so unique, but he's been excellent. He's the number three fantasy quarterback in the league. The Baltimore Ravens are winning. He's tough to defend. Five I mean, and two, right? Yeah, there's nothing bad that you can say about Lamar Jackson. I will put a regular football asterisk next to him every time he's been asked to throw the football and play quarterback. Not, yeah, I, I shouldn't say throw the football. Anytime he's asked to play quarterback, which means read defenses, scan the field and hold on to the ball and try to make things happen in the passing game, he struggles. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what New England's going to try to do. If New England can, you know, put a couple scores early and yep. put them in a hole, Lamar Jackson and Baltimore's in trouble. He doesn't he sometimes he has happy feet back there too. And he should. When he gets blitzed. He's got wheels, man. Yeah. I'd have the happiest feet in the league. Yeah, you yeah, know, like yeah. I, I understand all that. 
you know, but it, it, there's going to come a time and a place where he's going to have to put together a two-minute drive, and I'm not sure he can do it. Not yet, at least. Okay. But he's still my number one surprise uh, for the fantasy football season. Austin Eckler at number two. He's the number four running back in fantasy this year. And the the Melvin Gordon holdout was a huge proponent Problem. of that. But, I mean, lots of guys get hurt. Lots of guys hold out. Not everybody steps in and produces at the same exact level, and that's what Austin Eckler's done. Uh, number three, Chris Godwin for Tampa Bay has just been fantastic. He's the number three wide receiver in fantasy for wow. the season. That's crazy, that's a, right? Playing a, opposite of Mike Williams. Yeah. You know, uh, number four for me, the Jack duo of Leonard Fournette and uh, uh, DJ Shark. You got the top five. Uh, he's the fifth best running back in fantasy, and Shark's the fifth best receiver. And if you would have told me that after they lost Nick Foles in the first half of game one, I'd have told you you're crazy. Yeah, no doubt. When Foles went down, you figured that. Then the kid came in, the porn star with the mustache, yeah, and all right. of a sudden he's uh, they're winning. And speaking of which, that's my number five surprise. It's two rookie quarterbacks. Uh, Kyler Murray and Gardner Minshew are the seventh and tenth overall quarterbacks in fantasy football. One thing on that list that I don't see from Joe Maz is any of the 49ers. I'm a little surprised. Well, uh, remember, this is fantasy. No, I know. You know? Did, and did, I, yeah, yeah. we knew the defense was tough. Yeah. You know, and offensively, Tevin Coleman had a huge game last week, but yeah. he's also been banged up all year. Yeah. So the backfield's been a little bit of Matt Breida, a little bit of Tevin Coleman. Nobody's really, uh, nobody in the passing game, George Kittle, has had a down statistic year as, a, as tight, opposed to what he did a year he ago. Yeah, tight end. He was and a beast. They're just, they're more balanced. Yeah, they're, they're more they're, balanced. They're, and yeah. the Defense is doing such a good job. They get leads early, and then they just kind of sit on the ball. It is the Greek Zone. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. It's a Tuesday, 866-801-0940. It's the number to call in if you want to speak to Joe. We'll talk about it. Uh, reports are now the Jets do not plan to trade Le'Veon Bell before the deadline. Uh, and it's about, what, quarter after three? You might see a trade go down in 15 minutes, but that's what they're saying now. Maybe they don't see what they want and value back for Le'Veon Bell. Now, again, this is speculation. These are rumors. It's like somebody when you're in Wall Street says, hey, buy soybeans. I mean, you don't know what's true, what's not. Out of these four things, Joe and Ricardo, I'm going to ask you, what do you see happening? Do you see the 49ers going 16-0 plus 2,500 in Caesars Casino? Yeah or nay? No, because it's unlikely that any team would do that. But I look at that schedule, and I don't see a loss on there. Something's going to happen. Something always does, whether it's an injury or a bad weather game or something like that. But plus 2500 You put $400. That's $10,000. That could pay American Express this month, Joe. Okay, we're going to move on to the page. Ricardo, you in or out? I'm out. I'm out on that. 16-0 and is for the Dolphins and um, that Patriots team one time. All right. Patriots going 16 and 0. No only shot. only positive of 550 at Caesars. Zero shot. Zero shot. Zero. Agreed. Zero. Wow. Okay. They're going to sit people out. They're going to sit people out once once they once they clinch the um, you know, the second the uh, division, they're just going to they're just going to sit them out, man. They clinched the division week two, Ricardo. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins going 0 and 16. Yes, plus 500, no minus 700. I say no. Man, that's tough. That's real tough. I I I, I want I will say you no. You think they get a win? They yeah, gotta play Cincinnati. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think they beat Cincinnati. And yep. I don't see I don't see any team this year going 0 16. Uh Bengals. I see them going 0 16. Plus two thousand, they go 0 16. That's a nice shot too. Yeah. I mean four hundred on that, that's eight thousand. That could pay American Express. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> Ricardo, what do you think? Bengals 0 16? 
I, I, I think that's more likely with them. I mean, they, they're starting Ryan Finley now. I mean, what is that? What, yeah. what, what is that? That's tanking. That's, that's, that's a white flag, my man. Yeah, that's they, what that is. Definitely have some problems. Again, the Jets are reporting right now. It doesn't look like they're going to trade uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell. It doesn't, you know, again, you don't know that. It may be not be what's going on. Again, there's been so many uh, rumors that Jets engage in trades with Adams for the Cowboys. That's always a big rumor because anything with the Dallas Cowboys is a big rumor. And all these guys are coming out with different stories and saying who Anderson, they said, was going to get traded to the Eagles. He didn't get traded. The Jets really have a lot of problems right now. And the Jets and the Dolphins play this week. Happy Halloween. How that has lost its luster. Jets and the Dolphins, when that game was like here, you were like, wow, man, Jets and Dolphins? Yeah, that's an interesting game. I would tell you straight up that the Jets are going to win, but everything going on in that locker room right now? Oh, yeah. That's just, I mean, you've got a turnover-prone quarterback. You've got an unhappy locker room. uh, You know, I mean, I guess it's a revenge game for both the Dolphins and Adam Gase, if you want to think about it. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the interesting thing. He'll probably get booed. Uh, the Dolphins are getting three points. The Jets are laying three. Uh, that It is an interesting game. It this is. Week. The and, Dolphins are home, obviously. And I said it last week, man. This Dolphins team is it's showing up to every gunfight with a super soaker, and this coaching staff has them playing good football, and it's a close game in the first half. They could have won last night. They, I, I thought one play that got screwed last night, In every game there's a million plays back yeah. and forth, was that first down. Yeah. That first down, Absolutely. I, he should have had that, then they changed it, they went to the video, yep. and it was 17 minutes. It was longer mm-hmm. than some of my relationships. Yep. I mean, God, just make a call. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Yep. Like, oh, my God. Like, oh, man, I was watching it. And I don't think I screwed on that. And, and, and uh, the coach went nuts. I like that. He, he was a little engaged. I did, too. Uh, he showed that. But the Jets are saying now they're not going to trade him. Whether or not it happens, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. Well, when, you, when you hear that stuff, when you hear somebody float that reportedly the Jets are looking to trade, that's that's the Jets putting it out sure. there that this is on the table. Of course. Give us a call. Yeah. But nobody wants nobody wants to pay no. $16 million a year for Le'Veon Bell. No, no. Le'Veon Bell got a great deal. I still think it was a bad mistake on his part by his uh, agent to stay out a year. I've had this argument with many people about money and different things. I don't care what you do. Whether you're Le'Veon Bell, you work in a gas station, you work as a barista in Starbucks, you work for a radio station. If you lose a year of income, it's not a good move. You can't get it back. You cannot get it back no. unless you're getting double and triple what you were going to be making. And he didn't. And your position already has the shortest shelf life of any position in the NFL. That's right. And you're taking a year out of that. That's right. And he didn't get that kind of It's not like he got $20 million a year. I mean, he was like, oh, you know what? And Le'Veon Bell, if you watch him, the Jets suck. I know. And the line's not different. But I got to tell you, nobody won in this scenario. It's no. like a divorce. Ben gets injured. Okay? The Steelers season sucks. Antonio Brown's out of football. And Le'Veon Bell is not doing anything. So what was a team that for the last four or five years you could not say, even though it was the Patriots, you had to put Pittsburgh in the mix yeah. with those three? Well, you, you have to give them credit because you see the mess that Antonio Brown is. How did they keep that crazy you-know-what covered up? Man, that's just... <laughs> I think he got more and more of a mess as time went on. I think when he came in, he was different. Again, he started with punt returns. He got a Super Bowl ring. I think he was more and more as time went on. It got worse and worse. And I think as at the end, when he finally got traded and he got all his money, he became worse yeah. and out of control. And I do believe deep down, I have said this from day one, Ricardo will say it, I don't think he ever wanted to leave the Steelers. No. I just think he wanted the money. And I think when he went out to the Raiders, he never wanted to even be there. So, again, there's a lot of head cases out there in the NFL. There really is. Well, and it's, the coaches. It's no different than any other job. I don't care if you work in an office, a restaurant, a professional football team. Like, 
there's there's going to be people you don't like and don't get along with. And there's just there's head cases everywhere you go. That's it's, right. It's life. You can't take the human element out of this stuff. No, and you sometimes can't. guys might be a good fit on the field, but it's oil and water in the locker room. And that that's that's got a reverberating effect through the whole building. It is the Greek zone. We'll be back in a few minutes. Peace. It is the Greek. Good afternoon. It's 940 wins. Trade deadline. We'll keep you posted if anything breaks. Joe Maz is here at Fantasy Football. He's going to give us a quick matchup of who he likes this Sunday. Joe. Okay, we got three guys, good and bad. I like Gardner Minshew of the Jaguars against Houston's 27th-ranked pass defense. They just lost J.J. Watt, and Gardner Minshew's your 10th-best quarterback in the league so far for fantasy, so that's my play there. I like Josh Jacobs for Oakland against Detroit and Kenny Stills uh, for Houston against the Jaguars. Any matchup in football that you see of a, of, for a team winning? Because once in a while you pick that. I like Colts over the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Ooh, yeah. I like the Raiders over the Lions at home, the Eagles over the Bears at home, and the Ravens beating the Patriots at home. Oh, you bet against the Patriots every week. It's going to happen. Yeah, they're going 16-0. It yeah. is the Greek. It is the Greek zone. We'll be back in a few minutes. 866-801-0940. Miami Heat tonight laying eight against Atlanta. Who you got? Go out there and say hi to Jimmy. Welcome to South Beach. Peace.